Hey, what's up, nerds? It's me, your buddy, your pal, Hey Archer. Welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening, leave an awesome review if you're enjoying this. I hope you've listened to some other ones, but if this is your first time being here, I'm Hey Archer. I'm just a nerd loving all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, all of it. And I want to talk about it with you. So be a part of the conversation. Hit me up on social media, Hey Archer, on everything, or leave a YouTube comment over on my YouTube channel. Maybe that's where you're watching this now. So if you're actually watching this now, the setup's a little bit different. The camera's in my face. Reason being is I just spent about 45 minutes making a YouTube intro video. So again, if you're listening to the show, youtube.com slash heyarcher. Awesome, awesome content on there. Lots of new content every week. But if you're watching it here on YouTube, of course, you, you, know, you know how it all works. Two-minute reviews, the podcast, everything. Um, but this is uh, week, I don't know, nine of quarantine. I'm losing track. It's all fusing together. Uh, in my head. And all of you longtime listeners, as you know, I've been trying to level up, as the cool kids say, this channel um, week over week. Always something different, something new. And yeah, I was filming a YouTube intro video because our good friend Pat Flynn was saying that it's crucial to a YouTube channel to have a intro video. Took me a lot longer than I thought. So I don't know about you guys, I absolutely hate scripts. I hate writing scripts. I hate reading off scripts. It just doesn't seem genuine to me. So I could have probably knocked out in 10 to 15 minutes. Took me about 45. (laughs) And I I still don't like the video. But hey, I'm going to release it. I'm just going to do it. Because you know what? I can always change it. Worst case scenario. Um, But it is Monday. It's a day late on the podcast. So I apologize for that. Kind of going back into my old habits of every video being an apology for something uh, because, you know what, Sunday I just wanted to just chill. And actually, for those of you who have been making your own content, um, comment down below, what day of the week do you find yourself in just chill mode? Like you don't want to do any content creation, you don't want to make anything, build anything, you just want to veg out. Just, just sit there, stare at the wall, stare at Netflix. Is there a day that you do that? I want to know. Comment down below. Let me know. Hit me up on social media. Let me know, of course. Uh, UFC 249 happened this weekend. And if you haven't got a chance to listen to Hey Archer 160, Lenny stopped by again. And it was impossible for us to talk about UFC 249 in under, under an hour. There's no way. So there's a long episode of it. There's also the shortened version on YouTube. So check those out, you know, whichever you want to watch. I thank you in advance. And of course, hit the thumbs up down below. But 249 came, it went, and at the time of us filming, none of the fighters had arrived in uh, Florida yet. Everything was still kind of in progress moving. All of a sudden... Friday, I want to say. I think it was Friday. Breaking news. One of the fights is called off. One of the fighters at 249 caught the coronavirus. And it was 
it was, I don't, I'd never want to say it's a good thing it happened, but it's one of those where it needed to happen. And if you don't follow me on social media, one, you should, but two, I made a, uh, I made a couple of videos on Twitter, I believe, or maybe it was Instagram and Twitter. And in those, the general concept was, for, all right, first of all, I'm a fight fan, right? A lot of us are fight fans. A lot of us are realistic too. And you, people will go on social media and they will scream off the mountaintops, we need things to go back to normal, right? We all want things to go back to normal. That, that's just, that's, it is what it is. Every, nobody likes this. Nobody likes not having sports. Nobody likes being stuck in your house for days on end, right? Most importantly, a lot of people don't like not being employed. Newsflash, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Uh, a lot of people actually like making money. So when it came to UFC 249 being announced the first time, of course I was against it because it was so early on in this quarantine period. Then all of a sudden Florida decides to open up and Dana White is like, hey, that's where we're going to go do the event. He's claiming he can do it anywhere. But in claiming he can do it anywhere, he packed up everything in Vegas, drove it all down to Florida, right? So let's, let's think for a little bit there. But the, the part that was just frustrating with the whole thing is all these celebrities and fight fans, and I, if you're listening, I just did air quotes because they, they're fans and they, of course, watched UFC 1. Like, that was their intro, and they haven't watched the UFC since, but they know who Conor McGregor is. So they're real fans. They're all, you know, these fighters are brave. They're going out there. They're doing it. You know, you have some personalities out there saying coronavirus isn't as serious as they make it out to be. It's just the flu, all this other stuff. And encouraging these fighters to go out there and do it. And it's one of those where you have to acknowledge a lot of these fighters aren't doing it because they want to do it. I've, I've said this numerous times on the show. A lot of these fighters are not saying in, in this era of COVID that I don't want to do a full fight camp. I want to have two weeks to prep and I want to f- fly down on an airplane, risk catching COVID, to go fight somebody else in a cage to risk, risk catching COVID to then potentially go to the hospital where can also risk catching COVID. That's just not, that's not happening, right? They're doing it because they need the money. And it's a shame that there's no union involved here with the fighters so that they can still make a penny, make a dime when they're not able to fight. And it's one of those where you shouldn't have to put your life on the line in the life of your family just to go fight. And I get it. You're a prize fighter. That's going to be one of the arguments, but come on. Like, I'm actually, I'm actually like all in on Star Trek right now. And in the episode I just watched, Picard was saying that sometimes you have to choose humanity over, you know, he said regulation or something like that. But, you know, in this case, it's humanity over entertainment, you know. And one of the fighters turned out was Jacare, caught coronavirus. And Dana White was up there on stage the day before saying all the fighters, they arrived, they got tested, everybody's good. He's not wearing a mask. You know, things are fine. All of a sudden, Jacare 
he's wearing a mask. He's staying far from everybody. Then he's interacting with people. Then he's standing away from everybody. Turns out he had caught it from somebody back home. Then his cornerman also caught it. So three of them had it down there. So, of course, the media is all like, is the fight going to happen? Is it, you know, blah, blah. Turns out the fight still happens. And I don't even want to say it's rumor. I don't think there's a copy of it out there. But apparently, all the fighters had to sign away in the media, sign away that they wouldn't talk negative. Actually, no, sorry. The media didn't sign an NDA necessarily. It was the fighters that did because the fighters were told if they talked negatively about the COVID testing at the event, they could lose their purse. And Dana White said, it's not that they're talking negatively about COVID. It's in any contract, it says if you talk negatively about your company, there are repercussions to it. So, you know, I see what he's saying, but he's also saying it that way for a reason. And, you know, the fighters couldn't, they couldn't say anything. They all, if you, first, I watched the ESPN portion, right? Because I have ESPN Plus, so it was free on there, so I turned it on. Because, again, at the end of the day, these fighters, they get paid by people watching. So I, I was torn. Do I buy this? Do I not? Whatever. So I watched the, the, the prelims, which in the episode with Lenny, I talked, I was more interested in that anyway. So I watched the prelims. And then when it came to the main event or the main card, I just kept up with the updates on Twitter. I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to pay $70 to appease Dana. I just couldn't. I think, you know, I think if it was somebody else at this point, maybe I wouldn't feel so, like I wouldn't have this like disdain for paying the money to watch the UFC, but I just couldn't at this, with this one, it, it just was not, was not happening. So I just followed on Twitter to see what happened. But I can tell you this. If you get a chance to go back, and actually the fights are on ESPN now, the prelims. If you go back and watch them, none of the fighters look like themselves. None of them. They, I mean, Cowboy looked like his family was being held hostage and he was fighting, you know? And all of them were just in there. There's no, there's no crowd you know, DC's on one side, Joe Rogan's on this side, Annex on that side. You know, it just, it was eerie. The whole thing was just eerie. I don't know if the main card looked any better. I, I, I didn't watch it, so I can't tell you the main card fights looked like that. But all the veterans, because that's what it was, the, the prelims were a lot of the veterans, they all looked miserable. They didn't look like they wanted to be there. And it's sad. It really is sad. And it's one of those where people will just be like, well, don't, don't watch it. You know, if it, if, if it bothers you, don't watch it. And maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But if you're really a fight fan and you're a fan of all of it, you also don't want to see your favorite fighters not get pay-per-view buys, not get views. That's how they eat. That's how they determine their contracts, right? So it's an awkward position. Uh, but I did know, I was like, I can't. I can't give Dana the 70 bucks. I'm sorry. I'll give you the view on ESPN. I'll give the YouTube clicks but I'm not I can't do it so most of the picks I think were correct if I remember I had um I did have the Esparza one I called the I called the Verdum one I called him losing not the way he lost but I called the, the loss there 
I called Jeremy Stevens losing. I didn't get Cerrone. Uh, I got that one wrong. I thought if it went the distance, Cerrone would win for sure. But he ended up losing decision. And then everybody and their mom had, um, what's his face, football dude, Hardy. He won. Francis won. I think we all called that one. I wanted, I remember I was torn. I wanted Dominic Cruz to win, but I, I, I couldn't pick it. I don't, I, I'll have to go back and watch. I don't think I chose him to win. I wanted him to win. Um, so Suhudo won and retired. I think that's fake, by the way. I, I, don't, I think he's, he's trying to get, he's being cringe. I don't think that's a real retirement. But you then have uh, the main event. And Eugene S. Robinson was saying something to the effect on his show, and I agree. You know, Tony Ferguson has been undefeated, I think we said since 2012, or something like that. And he, he's just been game. He's been, like, trying, trying to get that title fight, trying to get that title fight. And every time he was there, it just got something, just pulled it off. And he'd only get as far as interim, you know, but it just kept getting pulled away. And you finally get this chance to fight for the interim belt. And instead of just being like, yeah, you know, I'll wait till Khabib's ready. He's like, no, I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to show you I'm game. I'm going to show you I'm badass. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to perform. I'm going to. And, that, and those are the ones that are, those are the fighters that suffer the most. The Cowboys Cerrone's. Those are the ones that suffer the most. Because they, they will all be the company guy. And they'll fight short notice. They'll, you know, hey, I'll just take the flat fee. I don't care about the views. I just want to fight. I want to shot the belt. And then they're the ones in that hospital room. You know, no fanfare. No champagne bottles. And in Tony's case, no title shot. It's gone. Now it's gone. He waited all this time. The fight with Khabib was put on, scheduled five times. And now it's gone. And the only way Tony gets the fight with Khabib next is Justin falls off somehow. Or UFC pays him not to do it. I don't know. I doubt he would do that, but that's one way. Or, as Eugene pointed out, it ends up being Khabib versus Tony because Khabib lost the belt. Because if Khabib goes through Justin, the next one is, of course, going to be uh, the notorious one, Conor McGregor, right? That's just default. But if Khabib ends up losing to Justin, if it's close, they might rematch it. But otherwise, that will be their time to make the Tony fight. And it's going to be three rounds, which is not what we wanted anyway. So by being the company guy, by like, I'm game, I'll cut weight twice in a month, gone. All gone. You know, and it's It's sad. It really is sad. There's a fight on Wednesday. I haven't looked at the card yet. It's free. I'll probably watch it still. I know Overeem's on it. He's another one that I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> but um, I, the fact that it was $70, maybe that would have changed my opinion. You know? I don't know. And let me know what you think. If you would have watched it, if it was free and felt bad doing it, if you're just like, screw it. you Because know? I really... I'm at the point where I really don't know. I don't know where to fall on, on this thing. And I don't want the fighters to catch it because of Dana. Because at the end of the day, he'll be, he'll be far off. You know, they'll be interacting. 
He's back there. He's getting his tests all the time. You know, it's it's not fair. It's not right. Is what it is, though. That I can say. Other interesting news, right? Um, well, Stargirl comes out next week, and that's on CW, which I feel like at some point I should make this podcast just called, like, FDC or the DC Universe app sucks or something. Because this show should be on the app. Because the app still has had nothing new aside from Harley Quinn uh, in the last, I don't know, five months maybe, four months. Some DC fanboy will probably correct me in there. But, you know, you know you're paying a tribute. You're not paying for anything new. So Stargirl, instead of being on the app, is CW, I believe. But the interesting one that came out, rumors, rumors that Titans might get canceled. Because the actor that plays Robin, I believe, actually wants out. Which is a super, super surprise. Because he's actually the best one on the show. Aaron and I, Anthony and I, when we all talk Titans, it's always that Dick Grayson is the most interesting person on the show. Best character on the show. His street-level fighting, ground-level fighting, no superpowers, best part of the show. And now they're about to lose that. They're about to lose him. The actor doesn't want to do it anymore. Whose fault is it? Not sure. Not sure. Only it's between him and the studio at that point. But my question to all of you, all you nerds watching, does the show survive without him? Can they just recast him? Because I feel like Nightwing's a pretty pivotal part of the Titans. You know? At a certain point, yeah, it becomes um, Damien's Titans. Damien's not on the show yet. Jason Todd's still alive. So I'm not sure what he can do there. I'm not sure at all. Very interesting, though. Very interesting. Because that was the app that, that was the show that launched the app. And then that was the show that was supposed to keep you going. And that was, just, that was the show to like wet the palate for all the rest. That was going to get you ready and pumped for Swamp Thing. Canceled. Get you ready for Justice League. Or sorry, Young Justice. Sucked. Doom Patrol. Okay. But MIA at the moment. <laughs> you, th- you, know, you think, you know, people joke on Disney all the time how, with how they're dealing with Star Wars, but look at the, that DC Universe team or whatever they have going on over there. Like, that's just, that's just a mess. DC's just a mess for no good reason. If you hadn't got a chance to, watch my review of uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Dope movie. And they definitely do, it's the last movie in that DC animated universe. And whoever made that was just like, screw it, let's just do whatever we want. Which made for a good movie. But you can't do that with every movie. So they need to definitely work on something over there. And I hope this, I hope this all doesn't lead to the sale of DC. I really don't. Because if Marvel comes in and scoops up DC, we're screwed. <laughs> the whole thing is screwed. Um, so... Let me know if you're excited for Stargirl. And, of course, let me know if you think Titans could survive without the actor that played Nightwing. If it still goes, if it gets canceled. If you were the execs at DC, tell me what you would do, actually. I'm interested. I've given my opinions already, I think, on that. But let me know what you think on, on that subject, of course. But, uh, yeah, it interesting week. Everything's just, like, I don't think... 
I don't think aside from Clone Wars, which sucks because it's done, you know, I don't think there's been any like real exciting nerd news, which is weird, you know, but it, it's, it's a mirror of what's happening in the world today. So, you know, our movies are all delayed. TV shows are canceled and actors and actresses are dropping off. And it's a mess. It's absolutely a mess. And UFC is not even helping <laughs> with all of that. But uh, yeah, I think I'm still going to do a Star Wars, Clone Wars, episode 12, two minute review. I did a long form review on the Hey Archer Live, which you should check that out, by the way, the Star Wars Day special. Um, but I didn't do a two minute review, and I, th- I think I probably should. I should probably just, get, you know, close out that season properly, reviews for every episode individually. So I'll probably do that. Uh, I think I did the same for Titans and all the other shows. So it'll be that. And I'm trying to think what was the other shows when I start reviewing? Uh, Oh, I think I think it's finally time to bring back Working Moms. I think it's time to start reviewing Working Moms again. Season four came out. I still haven't finished season one, and I need something upbeat, something more fun to review. So we'll do that. I think Working Moms will come back. Lastly, I actually did review. Um, I didn't review, but I watched a couple new movies, and I will put them all. There will be no individual reviews for the, for the movies. There will be none. Uh, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I watched, almost to its completion, Crazy Rich Asians. Now, comment down below if you've watched either of them. Comment down below if you liked either of them. I'm starting to wonder if I'm just losing... Interest in, like, how do I, I don't even know how to phrase it. I'm watching, sorry, so I'm watching both movies, right? And movies are going on, and maybe it's just those movies. You guys let me know. Neither of them are superhero heavy, sci-fi heavy. Nothing like that, right? We have a rom-com and a Quentin Tarantino movie. So, not out of the ordinary from what I usually watch, traditionally but lately i've not watched a lot of that stuff i watched a lot of things for the purposes of you guys giving you reviews i'm watching both those movies and they're getting to the end in once upon a time two and a half hours and crazy rich asians two hours and i'm like i don't know what the point of this movie was i don't know what any of this was supposed to mean i'm confused <laughs> i'm utterly confused and once upon a time in hollywood the first hour of the movie, I was all in because cinematically, I, can f- I could feel L.A. in the, was that, 50s or 60s? Late 50s, early 60s? I can feel LA, L.A., right? Like, when they're driving around, they're, you know, smoking in the car, hanging out on, on the beach. Like, I can just feel summer. Like, I, I had that vibe to it. And then as the movie's progressing, I'm like, all right, What's the plot of this movie, though? But what's the plot of this movie? And I've heard some people say that there's, uh, what is it? I'm butchering what it's called, like a lifestyle movie or a life in whatever movie where it's just different things happening without an end, like one main plot. So maybe that's a thing that I've just not been privy to. But the movie goes on 
the last 10 minutes are cool. And it's like you, I, I wasted two and a half hours for an ending that there was no prelude to really. It kind of came out of nowhere at a certain point. So that was frustrating. Crazy Rich Asians. I just don't, I don't know what the point of that movie was. Aside from this, this family's rich and they don't like that their son's going to marry a poor girl. Which maybe, I guess that's one of those, I'm just not the demographic for it. But I got, I got to like 20 minutes left in the movie and I just stopped. I couldn't, I couldn't keep going anymore. I was like, the, first, I think it bothered me that this is potentially how things are because I think some people said they loved the, how relatable the movie was. So for obvious reasons, I don't relate to that movie. So that could be it. But they just felt nothing, there was nothing really original about the movie to me aside from the setting. That, to me, that was really it. I, I mean, I, I think the other thing too, they said it was uh, groundbreaking because it was like a U.S. blockbuster hit or maybe blockbuster is extreme, but it was a hit in the U.S. with an all-Asian cast, which is awesome. I just don't know. The, the movie just didn't do anything. Like, it just existed. Um, but hey, again, maybe I'm not the target demographic for that. Um, I think Crouch and Tiger did that first. Maybe this made the most money. I don't know. Is it some sort of record everybody was crazy about? But, oh, and Michelle, um, what's it, Michelle Yeo? She's in both Crouch and Tiger and this. So, yeah, both movies were frustrating to get through. And I, I, I couldn't do a two-minute review and be, like, happy about it. So I threw it in here in Hey Archer. But that's going to wrap it up for this very interesting episode, episode 159. This Thursday, we'll do Hey Archer Live. It's going to be a little bit later than usual. I think it's going to be 5.30 or 6 o'clock it comes out as opposed to the usual 3.30. Stay tuned for that. I have some cool stuff to unbox. It's not arriving just yet, so that might be next week. And the rest of the week, we're going to just kind of wing it. We'll make some random videos. Um, I'll do another two-minute tips video at some point. And I don't know if you can see my welcome to YouTube video because you've probably been there already, but I'll upload it there and see if you can see it. We'll see. But uh, cheer up, Buttercup. Things will get better. Things will get easier. Like, comment, subscribe. I keep checking to make sure it's recording. It is. But I'll talk to all you nerds in the next video. Peace.